Sure is good to be saved this evening. I am so glad about the story. I love hearing the story, but not only do I love hearing the story, but I love experiencing the story. I loved when the day that I got saved. My friend, it never gets old, never will get old. But take your Bibles and turn to John chapter number 4. We'll begin reading in verse number 1. I won't have you to stand due to I'm going to read a bunch of patches of Scripture to help you understand. You've pretty much read this story for yourself. It is not something that you have never heard of before. I'm not going to blow your minds here, but I hope you get a help and blessing out of it. What I got out of it, brother, is John chapter 3, he's preaching. Jesus is dealing with a Pharisee, dealing with Nicodemus, dealing with a ruler of the Jews. But chapter number 4, it takes a turn. This woman knew nothing about Jesus, knew nothing of religion, so my friend, I come here to tell you that it does not matter if you are in a high place in life or if you are just a beggar. You all have a soul in need of salvation. Brother, I am glad that God saves old sinners because the best thing about him saving old sinners, brother laddie, is that he saved one like me. I want to thank the Lord for saving me. But verse number one says, when therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard that the Jesus, and Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, through Jesus himself baptized not but his disciples, he left Judea and departed again into Galilee, and he must needs go through Samaria. Then cometh he to the city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there, Jesus therefore being wearied with his journey, Set thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said unto her, Give me to drink. For the, his disciples were gone away into the city to buy meat. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, askest drink from me, which am a woman of Samaria? Therefore the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knowest the gift of God, who it, who it is, is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldst have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. The woman said unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep from hence, then hast thou that living water. That art thou greater than thy father Jacob, which gave us this well, drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle. Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of the water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be a well springing, and, uh, springing up into everlasting life. The woman said unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. Jesus saith unto her, Go, call thy husband, and come hither. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus, Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said, I have no husbands, for thou hast had five husbands, and he whom has, has, thou hast is not thy husband, and that saidest thou truly. The woman said unto him, Sir, I have perceived that thou art a prophet. Our father worshipped in this mountain, and ye say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus said unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither, neither in this mountain nor yet neither worship mountain nor yet in Jerusalem worship the Father. Ye worship, and ye know not what we know, what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh, and now is when the true worshippers shall worship in the, worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for God seeketh such to worship him. 
God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The woman said unto him, I know that Messiah cometh, but which is called Christ. When he is come, he will tell us all things. Jesus said unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. And, um, and upon this come his disciples, and marveled that he talked with the woman. Yet no man said, What seekest thou, or why talkest thou with her? The woman then left her water pot, and went her way into the city, and said to the men, Come see a man which told me all things ever I did. Is this not the Christ? Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I come to you in prayer, Lord. God, I want to thank you for another opportunity to bring forth your message, bring forth the word, Lord. God, I want to thank you for my Bible, Lord. God, thank you for another opportunity to bring it forth into the people. God, I pray that you please let me preach with power. God, hide me behind the cross, Lord. God, it is nothing of me, God, but God, all honor and glory be given to you, God. God, I want to thank you and praise your holy and sweet name, Lord. God, in Jesus' name I do pray. Amen. Like I said at the beginning, John chapter number 3 is dealing with Nicodemus. John chapter number 4 is dealing with the woman at the well. I want to I give you four things, and I, I'll give you these four things real quick. Now, Brother Gravely told, texted me this morning and said to preach 20, 25 minutes. So if I hear an amen, Pharaoh, you know, let God's people go, then that's your fault because I only preach 20 to 25 minutes. But verse number, uh, number 1 that we see here we see his compassion in verse number, verse number 4. And he must needs go through Samaria. You says, why did he have to go through Samaria? It was not to get something to drink. But he knew at that very time that there would be a woman to come sit at that well that was in need of a Savior. Now, we learn from the passages of Scripture that this woman come in day out, day in, and day out to get one thing that she desired was water. She come day in and day out. But now this day was a little bit different, Brother Laddie. She was coming with her water pot, but she saw a man sitting there. So she just just mind her own business, and God says, give me something to drink. But my friend, he was not asking about the water down there. He wanted her to ask her. He wanted her to ask him about the living water. But I am so glad that he must have needs. Brother Laddie, I am so glad he must have needs to pass by at the time it was called Macedonia Baptist Church because he knew that there was going to be a seven-year-old boy to come by in need of a Savior. My friend, he come by tonight because he knew that there would be somebody in need of a Savior. He says, I must have needs to pass through Bible Baptist Church on a Wednesday night because somebody needs Jesus. Somebody needs me. She went day in and day out searching for what she could do. All that she had accomplished was a bucket of water coming day in and day out. My friend, God can give you much more than a bucket of water. My friend, it even says he'll give you the whole well. Brother brother Daniel, when he gave me the well, he gave me to share it, to tell everybody the good news. He says, you come to me, he says, you know what, Noah? I am thirsty. I can say, well, you know what? I'll, I know somebody who won't just give you water. He'll give you the whole well. So you'll never thirst again. My friend, his compassion. We see the compassionate Savior. But my friend, we also see their conversation. Their conversation was about refreshment. It was about water. My friend, you say, why is water so important to these people? Well, you got to have it. You can't live very long without it. So she had to go day in and day out to get what she needed. But we see the conversation about refreshment. My friend, 
he, this woman was in need of something physical. But what she did not know was she was in need of something spiritual too. But my friend, it caught her attention when he says of living water. We see in verse number 13, Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But verse number 14 says, But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst again. They shall never. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm totally against people believing they can lose their salvation. Because my friend, that verse right there says, And never thirst again. This woman was not, and, I, and I'm not worthy of salvation either, but this woman was not worthy of it either. My friend, if salvation was given to me, I could have lost it. But it was not given to me. It is God's salvation. God saved me by His grace through faith, that not of yourself. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. My friend, you cannot lose your salvation. If you are saved once, you're eternally saved. You are forever saved, and you will forever be in heaven with our Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ. But we see about refreshments. But we also see about relationships. Verse number 16 says, Jesus answered and said unto her, Go call thy husband. My friend, he pointed out the sin. He pointed out. He says, Go call thy husband. And she had to think of a lie. She had to think it up pretty quick. She says, I got it. She says, I have no husband. She says, It's, it's, not, it's not a half lie. Well, it's not a full lie. It's a half lie. My friend, a half lie is still a whole lie. But she said that I have no husband. But Jesus saw through it. He said in verse number 18, For thou hast, verse number 17, And the woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said, I, I have no husband. For thou hast had five husbands, and he whom thou hast now is not thy husband, and that sayest thou truly. So she's not only been married five times, She's shacking up with the sixth one. So, now I'm not the first person to go to relationships, Brother Brian. I'm not married by no means. This is just a little nugget that I saw out of it. If you are here married five times, and now I understand that, you know, divorce, you know, you get married a second time. I understand that. But married five times, my friend, it's not always the man's fault. If you're married five times, there's got to be something that is wrong with you to be married five times so she kept splitting up with number one. Number one didn't work out. Oh, I don't like him. Number two didn't work out. Number three didn't work out. Number four didn't work out. Number five don't work out. And I have a good feeling that number six was already about to leave the house anyway. So she said, why not even marry him? I'll just go ahead and shack up and we'll just do, and we won't even marry because he'll be out the door in just a little bit too. But my friend, she on this day, now she was living in her sin. That's why Jesus had to point it out. Because anytime you come to salvation, God will always point out your sin. You always realize who you are when God saves you, when conviction comes your way. But we see the conversation about refreshments and about relationships. Now, number three, we see her confusion. Verse number 17 through number 18. And the woman answered and said, I have no husband. For thou, that, and Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said, I have no husbands, for thou hast had five but she said, in verse number 19, and that's when she got it off the subject. She said, I'll just get it off the subject, and I'll, I'll go ahead and tell him. I'll say, the woman said unto her, said unto him, Sir, I have perceived that thou art a prophet. You see right there, she cut off the conversation from the sin. 
my friend, I'm amazed, at, especially Baptist people, will always say, you know, Lord, show me my sin. Show me my sin. But then when God actually shows you, you'll try to cover it up. Oh, no, that's not it. That's not sin. That's not sin. That's, that's just a, I told a little white lie over at work. That's not sin. That's, no, that's not sin. My friend, sin is sin from this woman's day up till now. It is sin to lie and to commit adultery or fornication. My friend, but she, we see her confusion. She didn't know. She thought he was still talking about the water that was in the well. But verse number, verse number 20, or verse number 23, but the, but the hour cometh, and now is when the true worshiper shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. The, for, the, and the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Verse number 25, The woman said unto him, I know that Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. When he is come, he will tell us all things. She was sitting in front of Messiah, the living God, and she did not know that that was the Messiah. That's how much sin can blind you, brother. That's how much sin can blind you. You're sitting in front of the Messiah, and then you're saying, oh, I know he's going to come. He's done prophesied. He's going to come. But God says, I'm it. There's no, there's no way to look any further than what's right in front of you. My friend, there is no other reason to go looking anywhere else than what's right in front of you. This living Bible. You says, well, this woman was confused, but she was also blind, spiritually blind. And Jesus said unto her, I, I that speak unto thee am he. Now you may say, Noah, do you really think she got it? I really do think she got it, brother. Because verse number 20, verse number 27, and it came, and, and upon this came his disciples, and marveled that he talked with the woman, yet no man said, What seekest thou, or why talkest thou with her? Verse number 28, the woman then left her water pot. That is very important. Do not miss that little phrase. Because the water pot represents her old life. Brother, she left it back at the well. She left her old life back at the well. My friend, she would not need a water pot anymore. She would not need it because she would never come back to this well to draw water. Because God says, whoever drinketh of this water shall thirst. But if the water that I give you, it shall never thirst again. Verse number 28. Then the woman left her water pot and went her way into the city and said to the men, Come see a man. My friend, I know this is old age, and I know this is, this is old time. You know, anybody, you bring this up, people say, oh, that was old. I was in the past. My friend, it's still true today. If you get saved, you'll have a desire to tell somebody about it. She went to the city and told people about the Messiah, about Jesus Christ. Brother, I guarantee you, she went up to the city. She went into the city. Come see a man. Come see a man. That told me all things ever I did. And I don't know about you, Brother Daniel. That's going to catch my attention. That's going to like, man, there's, there's a man that can tell you all things ever I did? That can save me? I think I'm going to check this out and see what's, uh, what's going on. But my friend, she went to the city and said, Come see a man that told me all things ever I did. 
But brother, I guarantee when God saved her, she went back home and she went to knocking at her door. She went to knocking and her, her, her boyfriend, so per se, opened the door. And I guarantee, brother, she says, either get married or get out because I come and see a man that saved me from all my sins. I'm not living in the sin anymore. But I'm telling you that God can save the deepest part of the, and he can pull you out of the deepest part of the miry clay and set my feet upon a rock. My friend, please do not wait. But we also see in verse number 27, it says, Come see a man which told me all things ever I did. Is this not Christ? Now people do not know her as the saved woman at the well. They do not know her yet. They know her as the adulteress or the fornicationer woman. My friend, how did she get all those people to go come see a man? I'm telling you, they had to come see for themselves. My friend, you will not go to heaven. And I got thinking about this today, Brother Brian, why it work? When that verse, taste and see how the Lord is good, the verse does not say, oh, let your pastor taste and see how the Lord is good, and he'll tell you how it is Sunday. That's not what it says. It says, taste and see. It says, you taste and see. You see how good it is, and you go and tell the, go tell the world of how good it is. Don't, let you, don't believe what I'm saying. Come and see. I guarantee this woman says, you know what? None of y'all may believe me that I got saved, but y'all come and see for yourself. You come and see for yourself. You've, I guarantee you may be in here, and you've, you've heard preacher Ricky, Pastor Gravely preach a million messages, and you says, you know what? That's good. But I don't know if he can save or not. Well, how about you come and see for yourself? You says, I don't know if he can get me out of this storm. How about you come and see for yourself? Because he can get you out. But I had to learn myself, Brother Brian, that my pastor could not send me to heaven. I had to learn myself that I got to get in for it myself. I've got to see what this thing's all about. I had to go look in myself. I couldn't rely on my pastor. You know, when, it, when, I, when I die and God, sent, and God would say, you know what, Noah? I can't let you into heaven because you're not saved. But my pastor said that you could save. Well, I could. But you never came and experienced it for yourself. My friend, that's a sad statement. That is sad. For when you go to hell because you did not come and see for yourself. Or you may be here in the deepest valley that you have ever been through. And this may be your last service. You may say, you know what, I'm going to give it one more shot. And that's it. I'm turning in. I'm not going to church anymore. My friend, he can get you out of the storm, safe and sound. But not only that, he'll be the dearest friend that you have ever had. He'll be the dearest. You says, how do you know that he is the dearest friend that you have ever had? Because I experienced it. I experienced it. In the dark times, I had a friend, Brother Laddie, that never left. That never left. But my friend, please do not wait to get saved or do not wait to get help but please this woman left her water pot if you're going to come down to the altar to get saved you've got to leave it with Christ I see it many many of times a safe person will come and they'll give their problems to the Lord but they'll walk back to the seat with it still in their hands that's not doing you any good this woman had to leave some things with Jesus that she could not redo. 
She could not redo the five husbands. That was out of her control. She could not redo it. But my friend, she got a new start that day. My friend, none of y'all remember how I started. None of y'all. None of y'all was there when I started. When I got saved as a seven-year-old boy, I don't remember any of y'all being there. But y'all will remember how I end. My friend, I want to finish well. This woman had a new start. My friend, you say, but I am so undeserving of salvation. Hey, I am too. But God saved me. And if he can save me, he can save anybody. My friend, please do not wait. This woman came to the well day in. You says, but I've been to the altar every Sunday, every Wednesday, every Sunday, every Wednesday, every revival, every jubilee. But my friend, did you leave it all? Did you leave it with him? Because if you did not leave it with him and you went home with it, then it did you no good. My friend, I'm not preaching to you. I'm preaching with you. I've done it before. I've done it. When stuff was out of my control, and I said, Lord, you have it. But then I had my little finger, and I said, well, I want to control this little part. God says, either you leave it with me 100%, or you take it on your own, and you see how you're going to finish it. My friend, I've saw it from experience that I ruin the stuff, that I ruin what I, I touch. But my friend, God, it, God will never ruin it. My friend, please, this woman went into the city and said, Come see a man that told me all things ever I did. Is this not the Christ? Is this not the Christ? I challenge you tonight that if you, you says, Well, I... I think he can save me. I think he can take away my burdens. I think he can do this. How about you come and see for yourself? How about you come and see that the Lord... How about you come and see and taste and see that the Lord is good? Come and see for yourself. Because I won't, I won't be answering for none of y'all at the judgment seat. I will answer for me and for what I did. And if I'm standing up there at the judgment seat, you know what, Lord? You know, I, I, I wanted to get saved. But my pastor said that you could, and I never, never seemed to go for myself because I wanted to take his word for it. I'll still go to the same hell as the drunk on the street. My friend, please, please do not wait. Do not wait till Sunday. But I've even got, I got some good news in all this, Brother Laddie, that he's still waiting by the well. He is still waiting by the well for the next person to come. He says, I must have needs to pass through Bible Baptist Church because there'll be somebody either that needs to get saved or that needs help, and I want to be there with them. His compassion, his compassion is far more than what I can explain, Brother Laddie. I don't know, I, like, I, like that song said, I'm amazed. I don't know why he would love me. I live with myself, brother. I don't know why he would love me. I don't understand it, brother. I don't understand it. But I am amazed that he would take the time to deal with an old beggar such as I. I don't know why he would, but I am amazed that he will. I'm amazed that he will do the same for you. And he will. You says, but I don't know. What about you coming spiritually for yourself? That's all I can ask. You says, but now the, ball, now the ball is in your court. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? Every head bow and every eye close. I want to give you the invitation 
to come and taste and see that the Lord is good, that He can save you, that He can deal with you, that He can do all things that He that He told and more. My friend, please do not wait. Do not wait.